Hi there, our grade 9 grindstone parents. Today we're in the studio for a very specific reason. It's been a crazy year this year, but one of the important things that does need to happen that the grade 9s need to make their subject choices. And although there will be a video that will be posted, there will be lots of other information emailed, we also thought we'll do a podcast today to take you very quickly through what the process holds for us. I've got in the studio this morning Mr. Sanil Haridal, who is the grade controller, Mr. Henko Foster, who is head of our ALO department. He's also the one putting together the slideshow that will be sent to you. So my first question, Mr. Harilal, as grade controller, take us through the process of what's going to happen in the next 30 days. In terms of the grade 9 subject choice, we will be issuing forms to the learners. And as you rightfully mentioned, we're going to be emailing the entire presentation to the parents with specific instructions on how they should go about completing the form. Learners are requested to choose subjects that they are comfortable with. And very, very importantly, they must indicate on the form which is their first choice and which is the second choice. Bearing in mind as well that we had to make one change this year. Unfortunately, IT is not a viable subject anymore. We're going to offer it only as an eighth subject from next year onwards. So you will see that IT will not be a choice on your subject forms. What happens once you get the subject forms back, sir? So once we get the subject forms back, we then have a look at the numbers of learners that have chosen specific subjects, and we try to group them according to what we call a spider. For learners that are going to be choosing the maths and science fields, we will have to have some kind of assessments being done in order to keep the learners that want to do maths and science at an appropriate level going forward into the FET. Also, just remembering that the GDE requires us to have at least 25 learners taking a certain combination. So often, although there might be 40-odd available combinations on your subject choice form, unfortunately, there are too few learners taking that. We will not be able to offer that subject. Henko, tell me, what advice have you got for our parents out there? My advice to parents would be that don't focus only on math and science. You can go do so much at Varsity and you've got so, such a wide variety of subjects that is viable for Varsity that I would rather say, if you can, listen to your child. Hear what they like, what they enjoy. Because the moment they take subjects they enjoy, they'll excel. And the moment they excel, their chances of going to Varsity is that much greater, being accepted. So my biggest point of advice to parents is listen to your children and look at what they enjoy doing in life and find the subjects that relates to that because then they'll make a success of it. I think that's one of the lessons we've learned at the school is that over the last three or four years, majority of our failures in matric were people who were doing math and science that were not really able to do that, but the parents forced them to do that. So I think it's important for parents to realize the limitations of their children. No, I agree 100% with you on that. We've definitely had quite a few, and I've had to deal with quite a few of them that did not want to take science, did not want to take math. And at the end of the day, that negative around the subject made them fail the subject in a big regard. And a lot of the times, kids aren't inclined mathematically or scientifically. They'll do better in a geography or business studies because they're more inclined in that direction than inclined to do science or math in that regard. So Neil, as head of science, what suggestions or help would you be able to give parents to say your child is suitable to do science or maybe it's not a good idea for your child to choose science? I think one of the important things that parents need to understand for 
the GET phase, is the split in terms of the SBA. It's a 60-40 split. So you might find that the child's mark may appear to be inflated in GET. But when they come to FET, the split now becomes a 75-25 split. So parents need to take cognizance of the fact that if a child is getting 30% and 40% in a subject like mathematics in the GET, the chances are they're not going to excel that well in the FET phase. When choosing subjects like science and accounting as well, there's a lot of mathematical formulae that the child needs to be able to work with. So it's important that they understand and have a solid maths background so that choosing subjects like science becomes easier for them to handle. It takes away all this undue stress from the learner. As teachers and as head of department in science, what you've just said now, Henku, is absolutely true. We end up spending more time trying to get learners to understand the very basics where in the FET phase, we'd expect them to know how to rearrange a formula. And so it's not just needed in mathematics, it's needed in physical science as well. So Neil, if we look at the class of 2023, which is the current grade nines into matric, how would you describe, what advice would you be able to give those learners who did choose science sitting in matric? For those learners that have chosen science going forward, we will make sure that every available resource is given and provided to them to ensure that they excel in the subject. For those learners that have chosen it purely because mom and dad has advised them that you must take science, we will provide the extra help needed for them. But it becomes an issue when the learner decides, I had enough and I have to drop the subject. Parents need to take cognizance of the fact that the school also gets placed under undue stress because if we got one class of learners dropping the subject, it becomes a timetabling issue as well as a staffing issue. So for those learners that choose science, I can assure you that you will have the fun element that we are trying to bring back into Bryanston High in the science department, but you will also excel academically. Inko, one of the issues we've been dealing with over the last couple of years is maths literacy. Now, why is maths literacy not a bad option these days? John, um, like you say, we've, we've dealt with this issue over the last couple of years between math and math lit. And I've actually gone and did a, did a lot of research and a lot of people believe that with, without pure math, you will not get into university. And it's actually so completely untrue. And it's a lie that's been coming for generations, if I can say it like that. I've actually went and had a look. And if you go look at UJ, for example... UJ, they've got over 50 different courses that you can take, degrees that you can go study on MathLit. One example is you can go study law with MathLit at UJ, as long as your MathLit marks above 70% um, and you get above 75% for your home language. You can go study law at UJ. FITS has got about 20, um, which is one of the stricter universities in the country. Tickies, I can say the same thing. They've got about 30, 35 Northwest University has got about 40. So there's so many options available for, for a learner with math lit that you don't have to take math core or pure math. And your chances of getting into university on a 70, 70 or 75% for math lit is far greater than getting a 50, 55 for pure math. So at the end of the day, if you're really serious about I want to go do psychology or I want to become a lawyer or go look at what is necessary. And if you don't need pure math, go to math lit. Math lit is, is, is just a different form of math. It's not worse than pure math. 
it's it's a lot more everyday math that you use, which will at the end of the day stand you in a better stead in the future in life because you'll enjoy doing it more. Mathlet is also no part of the points for universities, am I right? Yeah, no, it's full on accepted as your for your your, your ATP points for universities, one hundred percent, and it counts as pretty much the same as, as pure math. So Neil, any last thoughts on your side, suggestions, advice? Yes, it's important for parents to listen very, very closely to what has been said here today. Listen to your child. Help guide your child in making the right choice, but do not force them into choosing certain subjects that they know and you also know that they are struggling with. Let them choose a career path. Research the university websites, like Henku has just mentioned. There's a vast majority of causes that learners can get into without pure mathematics. Uh, The last thing from my side is when learners are issued those forms, we do have a closing date. And it is very, very important that the learners, together with the parents, make that decision before the closing date. We do not want to be accepting forms after the closing date because that, again, has timetabling issues. It has staffing issues. And John, you know, to try and get teachers recruited at this stage, it's going to be very, very difficult. So please, parents, make sure that you submit the forms on time with the information correctly filled out. Indicate whether it is option one, option two, and whether you intend doing maths core or maths literacy. Hinko, any thoughts from your side? John, just to add to what Sunil said, the handing date, if I remember correctly, is the 18th of September. Um, Just to add that in. Last little bit from my side to parents is take this time to get to know your child a little bit, a bit better. Sit with them, do the research with them. Learn what they like, what they dislike. Um, it's actually you can use it as a bonding experience with your child. Go sit with them, do the research with them about the different career fields. You might actually surprise yourself and how much you learn and how much you enjoy it as a parent. And take it from there. After you've done the research, Talk to people in the industries and then make your choice from there. I think one of the other important things to remember, and that is why this is such an important decision to make, is that the Department of Education only allow you to change one subject in grade 10 and one subject in grade 11. So if you make the wrong choices, you're not going to have a lot of opportunity to change them. So spend a lot of time on looking at what your child wants to do and assist him in making the right decision. This is John Skelton. Headmaster at Branson High School, and we hope we assisted you in your choices this year. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.